Hey everyone, Leanne Pilkington here for the latest Courageous Conversations and I'm very excited to welcome Molly Benjamin from Ladies Finance Club. Hey Molly, how are you? Hi, thanks so much for having me on today. Hey, yeah, that's my pleasure. I'm so excited to hear more about what you do. Um, So Ladies Finance Club, um, tell me a little bit about what that is. Yeah, so we are um, a club where women can join. We help women, we help empower women take control of their financial futures and to get money savvy because when you're starting out, it can get really overwhelming. So we have um, a membership, we do events, courses, um, all about helping educate women and take control of their their money because yeah, it can it can be a, it can be a tricky one otherwise. Yeah, that's for sure. And certainly in real estate, you know, there's a lot of us that earn quite good money Mm. Um, but earning good money doesn't mean that you've got a good bank balance right no and earning good money doesn't mean that you're not in debt either so yeah it's it's really about what you um what you save not what you own Uh, not what you you save what not what you spend yeah yeah exactly so tell me about how this all came about how did you start the club Yeah, so I was working for a global bank in the UK in London and um, I was in the supermarket one day and I was just like, oh my God, I am here, I'm earning good money, I have a good job, yet I am almost broke and I'm having to borrow money to buy groceries from a friend. What the hell is going wrong here? Um, And, you know, like to give context, like two weeks earlier I was in like Latvia parting it up. So it was definitely uh, a user (laughs) So it was like a cash flow error on my behalf, but I had no control of my finances. I spoke to my girlfriends. We had no emergency savings because something was to happen. We literally didn't have a backup plan. And I thought, how scary is this? So I spoke to more and more women in my life, the women I was working with, other friends, and it seemed to be a a trend. Well, it seemed to be, you know, a a common thread, a common trend that um, when it came to our finances, we were keeping our heads in the sand and we weren't really dealing with it. We were kind of handing it over to partners to look after. And I just thought this will not, (laughs) this will not do. And, you know, as, as I researched more, I found the stats with money and women are pretty grim, you know. We're retiring on half the super Mm -hmm. of men. We live longer. We earn less. We make up 18% of online um, investors on the internet, which in Australia, which is kind of this tiny, tiny percentage. But when we do invest, yeah, but when we do invest, we make really good investors and we can outperform men in many of the studies they've done. Um, So I thought, yeah, what can we do? Well, a lot of the information out there is what I call male stale and pale and pretty blue. It was just Yes, like, I've used that line myself a couple I know. of times. Yes, indeed. It yep. was just like jargony. I didn't want to engage yeah. with it. I didn't want to read it. And I was like, this yeah. is really important information. We use Does your brain shut down when you look at stuff like that? And it's oh, yeah. just like it just nothing goes in. Yeah. yeah. And I'm I'm not a spreadsheet warrior. Some people love no. spreadsheets and I'm just yeah. like, I cannot do them. Sure. Um and whenever I do attempt to do it, it never works out. Doesn't work well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm like lost me on the form. Um, so yeah, so I literally started running an event in my living room and um, invited my girlfriends along. And, and so who did you get started. to? Because obviously you can't have been the speaker at that event because you weren't very good at it, right? I was so. definitely not the speaker. No, I, I, I coordinate. I don't I don't um speak. I ask the questions. Um, uh, right. so we had a friend who worked in finance, and um at the time we were like, okay, teach us about ISAs, which are individual savings accounts in the UK, and they have a great um tax kind of uh 
tax system if you've got an ISA. So they came in and spoke to us and we asked all these questions and he was like, these questions are pretty basic. And I'm like, hey, no judgment, please. No judgment, exactly. We don't don't know about this. This is why you're here. And, um, you know, I did want to create a safe space where women could come and we could ask the questions without, you know, feeling stupid or blonde or that we should know this. And because a lot of the women you know, we were getting along, worked in finance, there was almost this embarrassment that I should know about this because I work mm, in this industry. Totally. But it was it was not like that at all. So then I put on my first main event in London. We had 80 women come. A huge amount of them worked in finance and so, that's where it started. So how do you do, how do you put on an event with 80 people when you've got to borrow money for food? Well, I ended up having, um, I got a speaker for free who is actually now my business partner in the UK and she's an incredible financial advisor, very successful, written books. Um, Absolutely love her, Lisa. And we got a a venue, we sold the tickets, the tickets covered the food cost. At that stage, I wasn't so focused on making the money. I was just like, I want to get this information out there and I want to, as long as I can cover my costs and make maybe a tiny bit on top for the next event, that's great. So we've yep. got a female um, co-working space on board. They hosted us. Oh, I, bought, I literally went yeah. down and bought the food myself and bought Prosecco, got my girlfriends to help out. Yeah. And it was just this incredible vibe. And I just couldn't believe how many, because I'm so used to seeing so many, you know, men in a room being in the financial industry in the UK, yeah. just to see the power of so many women asking questions and being so yeah. open. It was incredible. And I was like, right. This is this was my test. I know women want this. They were loving it. The feedback yeah. was so positive. Um, and yeah, and that's kind of where it really started. And then it kind of snowballed. We, were, we run corporate workshops. We have a club. Um, yeah, regular courses, events, all that kind of thing. And it's just trying to make it as fun as possible. So we did budgeting as a is it doesn't have to be a drag. And we had a drag queen teach us about budgeting with an expert. And girls just um, girls stop just wanna, it. That's hilarious. Yeah, and our investing event is called Girls Just Want to Have funds yeah. and you know and there's always prosecco or champagne like that's a must sure. at every event you are yeah. my kind of girl <laughs> i'm like if we're gonna learn about this let's make it as fun as possible yeah yeah that's amazing so when was that first event back in um, the uk that would have been i think february 2018 it was okay so, um hmm. and you've been in um in australia since 2019 yeah yeah how did that come about um my I just wanted to come back home. Um, my sister had um, gone through Hodgkin's lymphoma. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, um, the previous year, and I just really missed being in Australia, being sure. close to her. Um, she's actually written a book about it, and it's coming out in August, which is going to be awesome. That's super exciting. Well, do let us know when that comes out, and I'll put a link for everybody. Yeah, it's called Life is Tough, but so are you. Um, and, Perfect. And, yeah, I just I, – I, I'm one of three girls. My sisters are all in Australia. And um, yeah, I wanted, it was time to come home. And then luckily, because then, how good was your timing? COVID, like the next year. So yeah, it was really, really good timing. Yeah. And so you hadn't done any any events or anything in Australia, like membership drives and stuff in Australia before that? Um, no, no, it was brand new. So yeah. um, August 2019 was our first event. Well, I think we had about 110 in Sydney wow, and then we great. started doing them across Australia. And I think our last one was Canberra before COVID kind of shut everything down. So we're looking yeah. forward to doing some more at the end of the year. Yes, we um, with, uh, with my group, um, we've just started the events again. We had one mm-hmm. in Adelaide. Um, 
this week, last week, yeah, mm-hmm. this week, and um, yeah, we've got a few happening now. But yeah, it's uh, it's been challenging, right? To you've got to reinvent. You absolutely do, yeah. We we turned our digital our digital transformation happened very quickly overnight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Um, and so what's next for Ladies Finance Club? So what's next is so we've got the membership, we're growing bad. Um, we are yeah, just trying to engage with as many women who want to take control of their finances as possible. We're working towards a big event at the end of the year, which will be a two-day wealth summit, which we're incredibly excited about, where you can come along, you know, nothing about finance and you can leave um, feeling confident about, you know, how to buy your first ETFs, how to buy your first shares and and um and then, yeah, focusing on property on the second day, which we're excited to, yeah, to grow on and, and build on. And for me, I, you know, I started this because I didn't know anything about it. So um, we're getting the best experts in the country to come and talk to us about a whole range of topics. And I just love watching kick-ass women um, do their thing on stage and inspire a whole group of women. It's really. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of fun to watch, right? A lot of fun, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, that is super exciting. So it, <laughs> it would be remiss of me not to ask you for some finance tips while um, while I've got you. Yeah, okay, sure thing. So um, <laughs> first one, I think we were, we were talking about it offline just before, yep. um, save more than you spend. So don't spend all that you earn. It's such a simple one, but yep. it's something we see all the time um you know women are in debt they're using credit cards as a way to manage their spending but they're yeah they're struggling with debt so it's really about making sure that you get rid of any high interest debt um as fast as possible buy now pay later after pays it pay all the pays and um you know really working out what are your short medium and long-term goals kind of like what do you want to achieve in the next three years what about the next five years five years plus and writing those down there's such power in writing those goals down you know whenever we speak to women they say I'm really bad at saving I'm like cool what are you saving for what's your goal I don't have one that's why that's your problem that's your problem it's it's a simple um, solution the other big tip we always say is have that emergency fund of three to six months worth of expenses sitting in cash where you can't touch it easily. Um, We call it an OMG account at Ladies Finance Club. Like, oh, my God, the tire. The tire, I need a new tire, not, oh, my God, I need that jacket now. Oh, oh my God, I forgot my anniversary. I need to get a present. We're like, not what the OMG account is for, but, you know, working towards $1,000 and then three to six months worth of your expenses, so what's your monthly expenses, is the first step in creating financial freedom and having that that calm feeling so when you think about your finances, it's not overwhelming or stressful. Anxiety, yeah. I've always said you've got to pay yourself first. Um, so that's my, um, there's a, you know, whatever the percentage is that works for you, just as before you pay any of your bills, put that into another account. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think that is such an important, um, important one. We don't, we don't think about, we, no. we, we say what's left after spending. We don't, you know, we don't do the opposite. And so often yep. there's nothing left. No. And I well, because really- if there is anything left, you do go, oh, I did like that jacket yeah. or, you You're know. You're not those... going to go, I'm going to put that into savings. No. Exactly. That's why it's so important to um, pay yourself first. And I remember meeting an air hostess in the UK and I said, oh, how, how are you with your finances? And she was at an event. She said, I'm really good. And I said, oh, awesome. I love hearing that. It's yeah. so unoften I hear that as yeah. well. She's like, yep, I saved 50% of my income. And um, wow. I was like, that's incredible. And then I'd spoken to an executive at um, a big one of the big, a big um, accounting firm, accounting firm. And 
they were, I said, oh, and how are you with your finances? Oh, not great, to be honest. I'm in a bit of debt. So, yeah, it just go to show, went to show that it doesn't matter how much you earn. The emphasis no. was on paper way wealthier than the person earning like triple her, um, yeah. triple her salary. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. I've got lots of stories where there's, you know, there's one particular young guy that I know and he bought his first property at the age of 21 and he was not earning a lot of money. He was just a sales associate, but mm-hmm. he was focused on it. Um, that was his goal. He was yeah. very disciplined. And then he bought his second property and, yeah. uh, you know, um, and they're high. It's, it's it's expensive to buy property in Sydney, right? So you, you can do it. Yeah, you can absolutely. do it. Yeah, and that's also why I just I, I love the 50-30-20 rule. 50% into your living expenses, 30% into your fund money and 20% into growing your wealth and investing yeah. into your future. Because I think sometimes we can really budget the fun out of life and then that's not fun and yeah. you're not going to stick to that. So it's, I think it's And important. 30% of fund money, that's pretty good. That's yeah. quite a lot, right? I mean, it's a rule of it's a rule of thumb. Like you can it. change those percentages. You might want to be saving for a holiday in there or something else. But yeah, it's like you don't have to have everything coming out of the one account and trying to do all things. It's just yeah. going to get messy. Yeah, I'm um, I'm all for thirty percent of fun money. Absolutely, yeah. no problem with that at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you mentioned um, afterpay and. All of those sorts of things. Mm. Um, you know, back in the day, we were only talking about this this morning. I used to love lay-by when I was younger, yeah. but you don't get it until you pay it, right? Yeah. And that's the difference. <laughs> You've got that delayed gratification. Yeah. And I was looking at a bus. Um, a bus went past me the other day when it was an afterpay ad, and it was like, you deserve this. Like, treat yourself now, kind of thing. And I was like, no, you don't. It's not your money. You haven't earned that money. You don't yeah. don't treat yourself. I was like, this is not great messaging. It's We're the receiving. wrong messaging. It is yeah. the wrong messaging. Yeah. So I think, yeah, for people just to be very aware of that. And there's only one person winning in these in these businesses. Yeah, that's for sure. I'll never forget years ago I um, was at the, a boutique that I liked to frequent and one of the sales, <laughs> one of the sales assistants said to me, um, oh, I just can't buy property. It's too expensive. I'm just never going to be able to. And I said, oh, I love your shoes. She said, yeah, they're the latest Gucci, aren't they? Fabulous. Oh. I'm, like, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I've got property. And investments, and I earn a lot more money than you are, than you do, and I do not own um, one single pair of Gucci shoes. Yeah, like yeah, it's about priorities. Yeah, and I think it's that mindset as well, like the fact that she said I can never afford property. Yeah, like I, they've already turned themselves off to the idea of ever owning property. It's not yeah. how can I afford it. It's no, I could never afford it. And I think that's you know, really important. Actually, that's yeah, yeah you're so right. And the mindset is just fascinating and a lot of our mindset is made up by the time we're eight years old and it's very yeah. reflective of how our parents behaved or didn't behave or talked yep. or didn't talk about money. So, you know, even just being aware of that, going, okay, just like what were the money messages I got when I was little? Oh, we were poor or we never had enough or there was heaps of money or I never had to worry about money and then reflect on your own current situation and you can definitely see the links. And I think when you can overcome that, that's really going to help you take your money journey to the next level as well yeah yeah that's uh, yeah you're absolutely right and so is mindset something that you um talk about or that you've got courses for yeah Yeah. well we we run sessions on mindset um we work with a whole range of different um experts we like to create a platform for other you know amazing female um financial experts to come and um and to yeah to share their messages so we just ran an event recently on um giving your mindset a makeover and 
And yeah, that was really interesting to learn about just the little, the language we use when we talk to ourselves about money and how you can reframe those and mantras and the power of manifesting and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not just about money, the power of the language, of the language, the, the, the voice that you, you know, the, the stories you tell yourself. Yeah. Um, I just find at the moment I'm going through some stuff that I get really anxious about some things that I need to do in the business and I keep telling myself how bad I am at that, yeah. that part of the business. And the reality is I'm actually not. But, if yeah. I, yeah, I just have to actually stop talking to myself about it and um, pick up a pen yeah. and do something about yeah. it. Well, that's the thing. I say, you know, you can absolutely do this like with money people like with investing especially like it's so tricky and complicated and hard and it's you know it's I'm not the wolf of wall street who am I to be investing and it's like well actually come to a course come to an event break it down we run we also run free events because we're so passionate about educating women on how simple it is to invest and yeah. if you can come to that and then tell me you can't do that because if you can do grade three math you can invest like you do not need the, yeah. um, to be a math magician or anything like that to be able to invest so yeah it's- I think it's really clear to everybody how passionate you are about about what you're doing which is just it's just beautiful to see I love the enthusiasm so how do you how do how do people find that passion and that enthusiasm when they are you know maybe in debt and struggling to get through from week to week how do you think you can tap into that I think again it comes back to having really clear goals and really um it gets exciting I think when you're writing out those goals and going okay this is what I want with my life this is what financial freedom looks like to me it looks different to everyone you know it might be being able to order an oat coffee every single day or going for a massage once a week it might be picking up your kids from school it might be taking a year off like what your ideal life is is going to be different from everyone else's but you've got to work out what that is <laughs> and yeah. I think you know when you've got that and then you can break that down into the different goals and then start working towards each of those goals that's when it gets exciting and that's going to keep you motivated and if it's not then maybe they're not your goals maybe they're someone else's maybe you need to keep searching for you know what it is that you're passionate about why do you want that money what can you achieve you know I think we tell we can, another another messages we tell ourselves is money is bad money is evil but you can do such good with money so you know um, really getting a good understanding of what it is that you want to achieve with your life and then how yeah. can money help fund that. And I think what you say about everybody's goals being different and you've got to get, you've got to really tune into what's important for you because particularly in the real estate business, we um, glorify um, income and the amount of um, the amount of money that you're actually making. And yeah. I think that women's, definition of success is very different to men's definition of success mm-hmm. and so we need to be okay with that the, the yeah. success you know for me success for me is not it's not about money it's about being able to make choices mm. um for, for my life and yeah. so you've got to work out right what yeah. is important to you yeah absolutely and and that's the thing you know with um oh god the the stat that just makes gives me goosebumps every time is uh, one of the highest growing demographics of homelessness in australia is women single women over the age of 55 55, and i'm like they have such lack of control over their you know their future and you know that's another big reason for us for me is wanting to start ladies finance club because it's control over your own life is so related yeah 
You're so right. And there's a lot of, I've just been um, made aware of a really sad story with um, a guy who had mortgaged and remortgaged and remortgaged the house without his wife knowing. Yeah. Um, and now they're in a situation where the house is being sold. His self-esteem is nowhere to be seen. Um, mm. Yeah, it's, it's a really sad story, but it goes to show that no matter how much you trust the person in your life, yeah. you can't abdicate responsibility for, for the finances, right? Yeah, you've got to be, you're the only one. You know, you're the yeah, it is exactly right. You're the only one who is in charge of your own finances. And yeah. you know, that is not a story, that's not an uncommon story. You know, we hear no. that all the time where the partner they find out there's a gambling debt, they have no money, they've there's fraud, there's fraud, they've yep. got into their super fund, they've spent everything. So yep. this is definitely um not something which is not uncommon. And mm. yeah, that's well, that was that's one of our LFC rules, but like you're the only one. Um, the only one responsible for your own money. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, that's a really, really important message. Even if you are not the one that pays all of the bills, yeah. make sure that you can, you know, you've got access to those accounts yeah. and you know what's going on, right? And and just to even have like barefoot talks about it and we a lot of our experts talk about it, talking about having a date night with your partner um, where, you know, once a month you sit down and you talk about the finances, you look at your net worth, you look at what your, your combined goals are and, you know, you have that honest conversation with where you're at and what you're trying yeah. to achieve together. Why do you think people are uncomfortable about having those conversations? Because they're awkward, I think, and especially yeah. when one is earning more and, for, you know, for women yeah. as well, when, you know, it's they're staying at home looking after the children and the partner is going off to work, it can very much be seen as their money and, and your money yeah. and it's my money so I don't want to discuss with you and I think women are very good at having seeing their money as the family money and men are very yeah. good at seeing, you know, in, in some in some, in some instances, all. yeah. Yeah. In some instances, yeah. Yeah, yeah. caveat, not all. Yeah, not yeah of all. course, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and, I, and I do think it's just it's sometimes it is easier just to not have to think about that. Like, you know, I have yeah. conversations all the time with people like, oh, I just get money and I just spend it. I don't know how much we have or where it's going or what it's earning. Yeah. But reality is 50% of um, marriages are ending in divorce. So whether you're in the best relationship of your life or not, you have to for your own you know, yeah. your own financial well-being, be across it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a big thing we try and get across. And- yeah, it's a really yeah, it's a, it's another really important message because they are there. Um, they can be confronting conversations. They can yeah. be um, uncomfortable conversations. But my tip would be, if your partner gets really defensive or tries to shut down those conversations, yeah. that is one major red flag, right? Yeah, and we have um, 21 questions to ask your partner about. Oh, I like it. People can download for free from our website as well under okay. our free resources section. Yep. And it's just like, you know, how you can start those start those conversations. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and we always say like a, really, a really nice neutral space. If, it's, if they own the house, take it out of the house, take yep. it to a nice cafe, you know, make yep. it very... Um, yeah, make it very informal, low-key, because it, it can get very awkward and people immediately think you're going to break up with them or, you know, there's so many emotions involved with money, yeah. um, especially for women. It's, you know, money is an emotional topic. So, yeah, um, yeah it's it's definitely a conversation that needs to be had, though, and I think, yeah. I definitely, better. definitely agree. And so that is a courageous conversation all on its own. It that is. One. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. I've really enjoyed it. And I am going to be checking out your website for everybody who's watching. 
What's the website? It's www.ladiesfinanceclub.com or we're on Instagram at ladiesfinanceclub. Beautiful. I will be checking it out. I will look forward to hearing more about the Wealth Summit in yes. October and your sister's book. Yes. Um, and I will share that with all of my, um, my listeners when they're available. That would be fantastic. Thank okay. you so much. Thank you.